Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Tuesday. It's KHON to go. Aloha, everybody. We're waking up to gorgeous conditions out there right now. Taking a look at our Zephyr Cam, a lot of sunshine. So it's a beautiful start to the day, but as those sea breezes dominate later on, we are expecting a bit more cloud cover and a few showers to be building up for interior areas. Again, light winds, so it's going to be feeling a little bit warmer with our humidity levels bumped up a bit. And the reason is there's a cold front that'll be passing to the north. Actually, we have a series of fronts that will continue to do the same and it looks like throughout the rest of the forecast period fluctuating wind speeds with the majority of the days through the weekend looking at the light winds. So light and variable winds not only lead to the higher humidity but of course also to those sea breezes dominating later on. Now, we did start out the morning with some extra rainfall that was a bit widespread, especially for the windward sections. Looks like, though, those land breezes clear, did clear out our skies in the overnight or very early morning hours. And now we're, most of us are waking up to the drier conditions, although it looks like windward Maui is still seeing a slight uptick in those showers. We're really going to see an uptick in showers, though, one, later today as those sea breezes take over, but two, as some of the moisture from that frontal boundary pushes over the state tomorrow. We're looking at about a 40% chance of rain. So for today, interior sections, may need some of those umbrellas tomorrow across the state. We should grab those umbrellas as we're heading out the door. Obviously, didn't need them last night or the night before. Darren Miyashiro sent this beautiful weather watcher photo. It's looking nice in the coming days in terms of sunshine today, some much-needed rainfall across the state tomorrow, and then we lose those trades yet again as another approaching cold front comes through over the weekend. And we are watching for developments on Capitol Hill now that Democrats have set a deadline to impeach President Trump. Amid a high security presence, the House is meeting as we speak. They're giving Vice President Mike Pence and the Cabinet one last chance to invoke the Constitution's 25th Amendment to remove the President from office. Now, if that doesn't happen, impeachment proceedings will begin tomorrow. Minutes ago, the president spoke to reporters for the very first time since the Capitol attack. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer to continue on this path. I think it's causing tremendous danger to our country and it's causing tremendous anger. I want no violence. Thank you very much. The president is headed to Texas to survey the border wall. He also met with Vice President last night for the very first time since the Capitol incident. An administration official says the men had a good conversation and pledged to continue to work for, quote, the remainder of their term. Meanwhile, a second member of the House who was forced to go into lockdown during last week's violent protest has come down with COVID-19. Representative Pramila Jayapal of Washington took to Twitter this morning saying she tested positive and is criticizing fellow lawmakers who declined to wear a mask when it was offered to them. Members of Congress huddled for hours waiting out the violence, raising concerns of it being a super spreader event. Back here at home, we have now seen triple digit daily increases in new COVID-19 cases for a week now. There are 172 new cases reported yesterday. While the bulk of them are on Oahu, a recent surge on Maui has Mayor Mike Victorino asking the governor for permission to roll out new restrictions. Those revisions include restricting uh, large retail facilities, uh, Costco, Target, Walmart, to 30% of their capacity, and smaller retails, the mom and pop stores, uh, to 50% of their capacity. 
Mayor Victorino also requested all exempted essential workers staying on Maui longer than 24 hours to take a pretest and for all incoming travelers to download the Aloha Safe Alert app for contact tracing purposes. Mayor Victorino says he should know today if Governor Ige approves his request. We'll follow up and let you know. On Oahu, a bigger rollout of the COVID-19 vaccine for those 75 years and older could begin as soon as next week. Lieutenant Governor Josh Green says Hawaii Pacific Health should be ready to start at Pier 2, while the Queen's Medical Center is scheduled to start vaccinating Arkapuna at the Blaisdell Center on the 25th. Now, appointments are needed, so starting this Friday, Queen's says the state will have a website to sign up on. We'll have employees set up to help you um, get your paperwork done on the front end and then um, walk you through, get you vaccinated, and then we'll have the 15 to 30 minute period that we want to observe you and make sure that you're healthy. When people go in to get their first dose, they'll also be scheduled for an appointment to get their second shot. 705 right now, and it's one of Hawaii's most popular hiking trails, and it's been falling apart for years. But a new partnership is changing that. Dallas Ontiveros is live at Cocoa Head with all the details. Good morning, Dallas. Good morning, Ross. That's right, and the changes are happening now this morning. And here joining us on Wake Up Today, we have Nate Sirota with the Department of Parks and Rec. Good morning, Nate. Aloha. Good morning, Kakahiaka. Hey, it's an early morning. I mean, are you happy with the changes that we've seen so far? Uh, they've done a fantastic job, the volunteers. Really, it's, it's a labor of love for them. Um, we, the city, we pretty much just put in the money and the supplies, and they're putting in a lot of the muscle. You can see the, the difference right here. I mean, some of the ties, these three right here are new ones. You can see some of the newer brackets and the gravel is all been brought in manually so nice. it's, it's really all manual hard work from this uh, coconut co coalition absolutely it's such a big change for them and they've been working really hard like you said but you mentioned the word money and it's a million dollars it's a lot of money right there can you break down the cost of everything and how we're really going to upkeep this sure so originally it was a hundred thousand dollars that was allocated to the coalition uh, about seventy four thousand of that got spent on the current supplies uh, the remaining nine hundred thousand dollars is being used by the city and the Department of Design and Construction along with Parks and Rec to do, look at a more long-term strategy of how to maintain the facility and what needs to be done so that you know it can be used recreationally in the generations to come. Absolutely. And what can regular people do to make sure that they upkeep this, whether it's picking up trash along the way, volunteering here and there? I mean, how do we really take care of this? Because this has some histor historic uh, touches to it. It means a lot here. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the tramway itself is a World War II-era structure that was used to transport goods and people up to the top, which used to be a, uh, a radar station. It was decommissioned just after World War II. But um, now that it's used recreationally, you know, people come up here for hiking. Yeah, of course, um, anytime you can pick up trash, help Malama Aina. But specifically here at Coco Crater, uh, the Coconut Coalition needs help with people just simply doing uh, traveling up gravel. Uh, those buckets right next to you, um, there's a pile uh, back down where you were earlier. If people mm -hmm. can bring those up when they do their workout. It adds an extra little uh, element to their workout as well, too. Um, and then they have the specialized volunteers that are doing more of the skilled work of putting in the new bolts and the new ties. 
Nice. Well, I, I already feel like I could see a difference just standing from here. And of course, we are still in this pandemic, so masks are still required and social distancing is practiced here on this trail, right? Yes. And actually, to that, you bring up a good point. And, you know, we urge people that if you're coming up here and you're not uh, taking part in the volunteer effort, please uh, be Akamai of those volunteers. You know, they'll let you know which way to pass. Um, they're, they are working to maintain the trail. So, you know, try and give them some space. Um, when you're exercising, a mask is not required, but if you can, can. Um, and it's much as possible physically distance. All right, sweet. Well, that's Nate Serrato with the Department of Parks and Recs. He's still going to be hanging out with us for Wake Up Today and Take Two. But of course, if you want some more info and details, you can check out our website at KH12.com. We're reporting, reporting from Coco Head, Dallas Navarro's KH12 News, working for Hawaii. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.